Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. December is just around the corner and it's time to enjoy some fun and entertainment. It's been a long, hard year and we owe it ourselves to do so. I'm therefore happy to have Bronwyn Hershowitz, art publicist and specialist, as my guest now to tell me more. Bronwyn, welcome. Hi, Cherise. It's been a long time. How are you doing? It's been a long time, but I think we are now ready to get back into another world. Yes, a, a world full of love and hope and entertainment. And what better way to celebrate the festive season or the end of the year, just winding down. It's the annual Janice Honeyman pantomime, and this year it's Peter Pan. It's at the Jobic Theatre, and it is wonderful. Let me tell you something. If you love the story of Peter Pan, where you've got to think happy thoughts, where you fly, where you defeat the Captain Hook, where you have fairy dust, this is the show for you, the panto for you. It's for young and old. Um, it's so much fun. You get to boo Captain Hook. You get to cheer for the, for Tinkerbell. Um, it's just so delightful. It's my favorite musical every year. I love it. And, I mean, even though I work on it, it's just incredible to watch the magic on stage. And, of course, Janice brings a local flavor always to the pantomime with South African humor, references to politics. So there's humor for adults and obviously for children, like silly bum jokes for children. I mean, I laugh at those even. <laughs> and there's the sing-along, and it's just so joyous and fun, and really, I just recommend it. It's just two hours of escapism. Bronwyn, I attended last year, and last year was like a special one because it was celebrating a milestone. Is it hard once you've had that kind of celebration to go back to kind of business as, as usual? Yeah, it's kind of weird because, yeah, you are in a little bubble, you know, a panto bubble, and uh, you do have to obviously deal with your other work or life. Um but as I said, it's just nice to have that break. So um it just kind of gives you hope and and just you know that that moment of of being a child again. So so even if you have to deal with real life, you even you've got that break and you 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 can keep kind of referring back to that moment where you watching that show or you're a part of it, you're part of the sets and the costumes. The sets are so beautiful this year. The costumes are gorgeous i can't even tell you we've obviously got a dame in the show every year there's a dame and she has the most bizarre unusual costumes and i don't want to give much away but she has these beautiful hats that she wears they are extravagant and awesome and weird and delightful and i just sit there and i laugh every time i see her coming on stage with a different costume it's really really amazing and janice is wonderful she She's really just created a space for new talent to um, just get their teeth into the industry. And I always say to people, um, if you're starting your career, this is the musical to try because it is very grueling. It's You've got to be the triple threat. It's hectic rehearsals. You've got sometimes three show days. You've got to dance, act, sing. You've got to keep your energy up. So it's really a brilliant boot camp for all musical theatre performers. So I would say start in the industry. This is where you better start. Brian, what are the dates for that? So it ends, it's already started. It ends the 24th of December. There are weekend shows, matinee shows, lots of school shows. Um, yeah, so it's quite a long run. That's for school holidays. And what is up next? 
The theatre on the square, my favourite theatre, run by Daphne Kuhn, is uh, currently presenting Defending the Caveman. It's a theatre classic. It's been around for about 30 years, I think. I don't know if you remember, Tim Pluman was the first Defending the Caveman. And they've updated it, and Craig Jackson is in the lead, and he is so funny and brilliant. And they've done it so beautifully. Um, they've incorporated a beautiful set, sound effects, um, and it's just quite relatable. And I know that, uh, you know, nowadays with wokeness, there's all this controversy around the battle of the sexes, but this is still relatable, let me tell you. I, I had a woman there who's very liberal and woke, and she loved it. And it really is, and once again, escapism and fun. Um, every person who's gone to watch it has loved it. And, and Craig is brilliant. He really, really is. Um, he's so likable as well. So, so as she's pointing out, is it's good to actually also laugh at ourselves a little bit. Yes, 100%. And especially if you've got a partner, you know, you take your husband there or your wife, and, and I'm sure you can relate to things. There are definite discussions and little little quips that happen I promise you within your relationship that you can laugh at. And I think it's yeah, I think it can help you kind of resolve those issues and go, okay, well we all go through it, so it's okay, you know. Um but yeah, it's fun. And there, there are a lot of South Africanisms in it obviously, um so it's also relatable. So that that I don't know, South African human, I think South Africans we have like a very niche um a niche humor, but like a niche stories. And I think only we can get it. You know what I mean? It's so unique to us. And I think that's why South Africa is so funny. I mean, you know, you, you joke about load shedding and uh, it's, it's just, it's just wonderful that we can do that. Um, and I don't think anywhere overseas do they have what we have. So I think uh, we should be really grateful. Um, I agree with you. We have a lot to laugh at, you know, we have, we have a lot of challenges that can be turned into humor. So. Yeah, and they're just funny little things that uh, we can make fun of, which is really nice. It's nice that we can do that. And then, so I would been... yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, and then she's got other shows coming up. She's got Skulk Bazadenhout, another comedian. He's brilliant. I mean, I remember when he first started as a comedian. Um, he won the, uh, Best Newcomer. This was a probably a million years ago, I can't even remember, but I just remember when he first emerged and he's created such a beautiful brand for himself and I don't know if you've seen some of the adverts he is in. They are so funny. He's just so hilarious. So he's going to be there um, for a nice run and and that's setting out well. And then after that, there's a show called Dreamland. It's with a pianist called Dupria. Um, he's, he's really lovely. What he does is he's given his take, sorry, his name is Dupree Strauss. He's given his take on um, Disney. So what's so wonderful about him, he was the co-musical director of The Lion King, the touring company, for about 14 years. So he knows Disney very well. And he kind of gives his take on the Disney stories, and then he plays a beautiful tune from one of your favorite Disney uh, classics. Um, it's, there's no singing, but it's just storytelling and he's so charming and lovely. And I mean, I love Disney. I don't know. It's just such a wonderful world and you just kind of come along and, uh, it's a return season and he's coming through, um, also in December. I think that's going to be the last show at Theatre on the Square. And it's also just a, a wonderful escapism 
day out, night out show. Um, and we love Disney. I mean, we're just talking about fairy tales and Disney and we love that world and I love that world. So, <laughs> so he was um, a guest on a show early in the year and oh, um, his passion for, for oh. Disney, but also it, ultimately it's storytelling at its best. And that's what makes us human, these stories. Yeah. And it's his own version of what he, how he sees the story, which is really nice. Um, so it's so lovely and he's such a brilliant pianist. Um, so, and like you said, passionate. And that's what's so endearing about him. I mean, we all just fell in love with him because he's just so, um, impassionate and charm, passionate, impassionate, passionate and charming. So, um, just to watch his facial expressions is just worth the tickets. <laughs> but it's such a lovely show. And then obviously, um, the theater have their, um, Friday classic lunch hour shows, which is also classical music. And, you know, I don't think there's any other theater who does that, who still has a year of classical music, opera, um, for people because there's still a need and a desire for it. I mean, you'll have the, the Linda Auditorium symphony season, but that's, that's over a few weeks. Whereas Daphne really does something special where she gives people, um, a chance to really just, um, immerse themselves in, in beautiful classical music with brilliant musicians. And yeah, like I said, I just, there's no other theater who does that, that does that, which is just amazing. And I, I so often um, get asked, like, where can I watch an opera? Where can I watch, you know, just classical music? Um, and, well, there it is, Theatre on the Square, every Friday, 1 o'clock. Um, you know, it's just we've got such wonderful entertainment in this country. We need to support it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is incredible. She, What she has done with that theatre is um, really remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Bronwyn, you and I share a passion for Jam, the Johannesburg Awakening Minds. They actually had a show at um, the Great Park, I think, two or three weeks ago. And it was just what was needed at that time because Shakespeare talks to a lot of tragedy and feelings of loss and sadness. And the audience really, I think, connected with the actors in such a meaningful way. So people will have an opportunity to do so again. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Jam? Yeah, so on Sunday the 3rd of December, 4 o'clock, they're going to be um, performing at a very new venue. Um, it's really a little um, abridged version of A Midsummer Night's Dream, which I don't think they've done before. And then obviously it'll be poetry from T.S. Eliot, Shakespeare, Robert Frost, directed by the brilliant Dorothy Ann Gould. And, um, it's at, um, it's a place called Glenshill. It's in the Westcliff area. Um, it's really a beautiful venue. I've never seen it, but I've seen the outside. I've never seen inside. I've never been inside. Um, it's Glenshill at Woolston Road, Westcliff. Um, if you go on Facebook, I'm sure it'll be there. And I think it's, first of all, a beautiful venue for the guys to perform in. And yes, this is, these are homeless men and some, sometimes women who Dorothy has taught Shakespeare to and acting to and inspired them and empowered them and given them hope and just just something to believe in. And it really is inspiring. And like you said, the works are, are classics that still speak to everyone, and especially Shakespeare. I mean, he, he was so ahead of his time. I don't know where he came from, but his works will never outdate. It's remarkable. <laughs> 
At the Great Park, they had a question and answer session as well. Um, and it was so insightful to get an idea about these men. And it, you know, when you say homeless men performing Shakespeare, it kind of almost suggests that they're not the most talented of people. And yet they are. Their execution is unbelievable. It's perfect. Yeah. Because they feel it. And that's the point. And I, I, I watch a lot of Shakespeare and, uh, Sometimes they're professional actors who don't know how to act Shakespeare because it's very specific. And I think the bottom line is because they don't feel what they're saying. And they're not, they're not looking at it like, like the way we should talk and the way we should speak it. But it's about feeling. And these guys feel it and they are brilliant. And I don't think homelessness means you're unintelligent or untalented. It just, those are your circumstances. And, um, these are opportunities that are given to these guys by Dorothy and then they they do have um uh, anonymous backers who fund them um they're very two specific ladies who are just remarkable who do it for free and help these guys so go and support please and you know you talk about earlier you spoke earlier about the uniqueness of South Africa I don't think this combination could be replicated anywhere in the world because it really is a talent and dedication and love and passion of Dorothy yeah. and Gould. Yeah, 100%. And, it, you know, they rehearse every Monday, and it, so it gives them purpose that they know every Monday they've got to be at this place at this time, and for two hours they're doing this rehearsal and they're learning. And it really gives it gives them purpose because I think that's very often what's missing in all of our lives is a lack of purpose, um, and that's what she's given them. She's given them that, that gift. Which is yeah, yeah it, it is something special. Um, if anybody would like to see you, you're suggesting they go to the website. Otherwise, um, anybody can contact me. I have the details as well. Bronwyn, in conclusion? In conclusion, have a wonderful um, holiday at December. Be safe. Go to all these theater shows. It's worth it. Um, really just uh, for fun, for the family, spend time. And I also think it's important to take your kids to, to theatre and especially musicals that instill certain values. Um, and you don't know what it could unlock within your child. Um, so really it's so important. When when families don't take their children to theatre, I feel like you're, you're, you're really not enabling them to uh, experience something remarkable. It opens up um, a whole new world. Really does. So, um, and, and there are lessons. There are so many lessons that you learn through theatre and actually, um, you can reach somebody better through theatre than through talking. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so take the families, take the friends, you go, Cherise, even if you go on your own, you know, it's, um, it's so much fun. Thank you very much. Um, that was <laughs> Bronwyn Hershevitt, art publicist and specialist. Um, hoping to speak to you again soon.